This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with Chris Tabb and Bev Allen from the Westcliff Center for the Performing Arts. Chris is the artistic director and Bev is a board member. Folks, welcome back to the program. Thank you. Nice to talk to you again, Gary. You've both been here before. Let's talk a little bit about the theater as we record this. Are we back to full seating in the theater? Yes, we are. COVID restrictions have been lifted, so we'll be able to seat full capacity now. I think folks are excited about the live theater. We found with the live music that uh, folks have been missing just live entertainment. How did COVID affect the actors? There was less going on. Uh, Chris, you're, you're heavy into that. Well, on, in one regard, it was nice to have a break. <laughs> but what it did is actually, once, once we got back up and running last year, we had more people come to auditions that we hadn't seen before. It was sort of, oh, hey, the theater's back. Well, maybe I'll give it a shot this time. So we've been able to find some new faces and some new talent and be able to get them involved in the theater as actors or in tech support. Bev, I know that folks are interested in movies at the theater. Uh, Any update on that? Yes, people are definitely interested in having movies come back to the uh, Jones. The reason they're not back yet is that we have had some issues with our projector. It's about 10 years old. It's a digital projector, and in terms of digital, that's a little bit of a dinosaur. We have tried to replace parts on it. We thought that was the problem at first, but they're thinking now it may be a power issue, that the power is coming in too hot. So we are in the throes of trying to diagnose the problem still, We really appreciate how patient people have been and how understanding. And we really want to get back to showing movies as soon as we can. So we are working really hard on it. So it sounds like stay tuned. Yes, please stay tuned. Don't don't give up on us. We're going to do it. All right. Chris, let's talk a bit about the 10-minute plays. As we air this, it is the week of the uh, 10-minute plays. So it's very timely. What can folks out there in Radioland expect from the upcoming plays? Well, we've been doing a sort of 10-minute or one-act festival for almost 20 years now. What happens is it's a great opportunity for playwrights from all over the world to submit their work. The only requirement is that it has to be around 10 minutes, and it has to be unproduced. So we got about 50 submissions Speaking of COVID, these are the winners from 2020. (laughs) These were the ones that were selected and we we had planned to produce in the 2020 season until COVID shut us down. So we've returned to them and brought them back. We'll be doing four plays of various subject matters, um, but they're all quite well done. And we are featuring some some new actors. Uh, We've got Bennett Zeller and Joshua Duke, Bianca Trenker, and some other people that have been with us for a while. This is also an opportunity for new directors. So all four plays are being directed um, by some of our less experienced directors, so they get a chance to get their feet wet and get some experience. It's going to be a really fun evening, probably less than an hour. And if you come down on Friday, Saturday at 7 p.m. or Sunday 
at 2 p.m. all this weekend, 23rd, 24th, and 25th of September. You can have some live entertainment and forget about that we don't show movies. <laughs> Let me ask about the process. 50 plays submitted, and you're producing four of them. How do you narrow that down? Well, we have a committee of three to four members that read all the plays, and they narrow them down to what they think are the best. Uh, and then those are submitted to me, and I choose from about 10 different selections based on size of cast and how well they can be produced and on the quality. And then we uh, inform the playwrights, and, and maybe some of them will come and be able to talk about it. So, uh, but, you know, it's a narrowing down, but it's, it's really exciting to be able to get that many plays to, to look at. And the fact that they've never been produced before puts a little feather in our own caps for being able to say we produce new work. I didn't remember that it had been around that many years. Right. It used to be a whole one-act festival, you know, more of a 30-minute play. Mm -hmm. But the 10-minute play festival is, is kind of a trend in theater that's been going on for the last... 15, 20 years. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it allows more people to get involved because you've got a, a, more cast members and they're a little bit easier to produce and I think they're more fun to watch. Will there be some of the playwrights in the house to view their world premiere? We don't know yet. <laughs> We're hoping. So okay. We'll see. So can you give us a flavor of one of the plays, kind of what the flow is? or the Sure. One play is uh, Madera Canyon is about an aging couple that decides, or the husband convinces the wife to go for a hike for, through a canyon in Arizona. And they end up discussing things about life that they were previously reticent to talk about. And they come across another hiker who's just sitting there overhearing the conversation who uh, happens to react positively or negatively to the whole conversation. Mm -hmm. So... That's exciting that you've got some new directors and new actors. Uh, and a 10-minute play seems like a great place to break folks like that right. in. So. Right. Yeah, we have the, um, the new drama teacher from the high school is directing one of ours. Um, and then uh, Tom Frostman is directing one of them. He's one of our old stalwarts. But, and so we've got some new people coming in, and it's kind of fun. Let me ask, after the 10-minute plays, uh, there's still a few things coming up in the fourth quarter. What's on the docket? There are a couple of plays that are coming up after the 10-minute plays. The first one in October is Bell, Book, and Candle, which was written in 1950, eventually became a movie in 1958 with Jimmy Stewart and Kim Novak. It's kind of a witchy romance. It's kind of what happens when a witch falls in love. And both of us are in that play. What time of the fall is that? It is um, the weekend of October 20th and the following weekend, which is Halloween weekend. Okay, so it fits right into the, the time yeah. of year. Actually, the play itself is set over Christmas time, but we figured they're witches, so Halloween, why mm -hmm. not? Witches and warlocks and the consequences of using magic to get someone to fall in love with you. <laughs> Thinking of Christmas, you've got something coming up in December. We do. Over the years, people have really wanted us to do a Christmas carol at some point, and we just kind of had a brainstorm. Well, maybe not do a full production. Let's try doing a staged reading. 
right after the Christmas parade. So that will be, I think that's December 3rd. And hopefully that will keep some people downtown after the parade or give them a reason to be downtown. And we're going to have caroling and uh, the music director over at the school is going to help us with that. So it should be a lot of fun. And the Christmas parade often happens on a day that's fairly chilly, so folks can go inside and see a play. How does a reading work? Is, is it as I picture, stand across the stage and people have, have a pad that they're physically reading from? Yeah, that's what it looks like for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, we may be mics, we, we may not, I'm not sure, but... Um, we may be in costume, we may not. We haven't worked out all the details yet. So a lot of things coming up uh, for those folks with uh, season tickets to uh, right. check off. Right. Don't forget to use that season ticket. The Christmas show, it's not actually part of the season ticket, but it's going to be by donation. Okay. We're not going to charge our normal prices. That sounds fair. Let me remind folks, we are visiting with Chris Tab and Bev Allen from the Westcliff Center for the Performing Arts. Now, Chris, a lot of folks are moving to the Valley are you getting new talent stepping forward as folks move in? You mentioned there's a, a few new actors in the 10-minute plays, but uh, a little broader, what are you seeing? Yeah, we're seeing new people all the time, especially in terms of people coming to auditions. Uh, you know, There's always someone there I don't recognize, which is, is nice, and we usually have a place for them to do it. Um, so we encourage people to come whenever they see an audition notice if they're interested in participating in the theater. Uh, And we're also getting new audience members, a bunch of new season ticket holders, people that have seen us before, before they've moved here, and uh, have told us that, you know, part of the reason they love this place is that they get to to see live theater, live Shakespeare, plays, and, and hopefully soon movies. If someone wanted to find out more about getting involved at the theater, how would they best connect? I, I suspect there's a number of volunteer needs to be filled on stage and backstage. Certainly. They can always call the theater at 719-783-3004, or they can find us on Facebook. At the Westcliff Center for the Performing Arts. And I also wanted to just mention that we are doing a um, giveaway of two tickets a day for the 10-minute plays the rest of this week up until Friday. So if people want to check that out, you answer a question, and if you have the correct answer, then you win. Is that on the Facebook page? It is. Okay. Okay. Now, suppose someone wanted to try acting and had never been involved. How do you incorporate that sort of person? I never acted till I came up here. Always wanted to, but too chicken. (laughs) <laughs> but now she's but, been doing it for 20 years <laughs> Yeah, well, friends who kind of dragged me through the door right. I knew they did it, and uh, they encouraged me We're very, very kind <laughs> for, In fact, in the 10-minute plays, there's one woman in, in it that has never acted before And like Bev, she always wanted to try it And it, we just happened to have a role that has no lines. So, you know, we're easing her into it. But, you know, like I said, every audition period, we have people that we've never seen before that have no experience. A number of guys that have, you know, stuck with us since two seasons of Shakespeare ago that have now done several roles. And they're, you know, they love doing theater, no matter what it is, uh, whether they're acting or doing some tech on in the back backstage. So, okay. 
Now, Bev said she uh, got into acting when she moved here. Chris, you've been involved for many years. What was your first role? Um, let's see. Tom Sawyer in seventh grade. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and what was it about acting that kept you coming back? I just found I had a passion for it. In fact, I, I didn't intend to major in it in college, but I ended up doing so anyway. Basically, it's just what I've always loved to do. And when I decided to sort of get away from doing professional theater in New York and Chicago and Denver, I found the WCPA and I said, this is where I want to live and so I can do the kind of theater I want to do. And it, it hasn't stopped. Great. Uh, as we record this, uh, we're coming into the fourth quarter. Uh, the second half of the fourth quarter is the annual spirit campaign from the uh, Wet Mountain Valley Community Foundation. Westcliff Center for the Performing Arts is part of that. Any messages you'd like to get out there to someone who might be thinking, hey, maybe I'll write a check to the theater? We are going to show movies one of these days, <laughs> hopefully well, very soon. <laughs> we've always done very well with the Spirit Campaign, and we appreciate all the consistency and the donations and so forth. But keep it coming. Uh, the, the building is, you know, as you know, getting older and older, and we have some rather arduous projects ahead of us, including mm-hmm. a new roof um, and possibly a new projector. Uh, who knows? Yeah, we're replacing the HVAC system in studio two right so yeah there the theater has a lot of needs but we feel like we give good value for i mean ticket sales only account for about half of what it costs Mm -hmm. to produce theater so we rely heavily on donations so we really appreciate it if you keep it going okay fair enough bev and chris we're running out of time any final thoughts for the folks out there in radio land Well, come join us. If you're new to town and you're listening to the Valley Views, we'd love to have you come and see the 10-minute plays and have a good evening of live theater. This Friday and Saturday, September 23rd and 24th at 7 o'clock, and then Sunday, September 25th at 2 o'clock. Right there at the historic Jones Theater on Main Street. 119 Main Street. Bev, any final thoughts? We are always looking for volunteers, not just actors and... um, directors, but we need people working behind the scenes. We need people to help with fundraising and all kinds of other activities that we just can't do without the help of volunteers. Volunteers are important to all the groups in town, I know. Chris and Bev, thanks for stopping by. Thank you, Gary. Thank you. We've been visiting with Chris Tabb, Artistic Director of the Westcliff Center for the Performing Arts and board member Bev Allen. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 6 p.m. and again on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. I'm walking on a rainbow.